Nothing on the Bonnell Foundation's Living with Cystic Fibrosis podcast should be considered medical advice. Medical advice can only come from your CF physician. Cystic fibrosis can be a devastating diagnosis, but living with the disease can bring positivity and a new appreciation for each day. From the Bonnell Foundation in Detroit, Michigan, it's the Living with Cystic Fibrosis podcast, sponsored by Beatrice and Genentech. Here's your host, Laura Bonnell. This is a podcast that we did on site in West Palm Beach, Florida. Myself and Beth Van Stone, she flew in from Canada, I flew in from Detroit, Michigan, to the Piper's Angels, the Crossing for Cystic Fibrosis event. Delighted to be there, delighted to be an extremely small part and volunteer. Um, We put the medals on the finishers when they were going up to the podium and gave them flags so they could hold those up when the pictures were taken. And this podcast is just little snippets silliness and fun and about all the CF warriors and the great work that Piper's Angels and Travis Suit and Ayana Sugarman and Jen and Gary and Josh and Bob and Mike and all the volunteers do and many that I haven't even mentioned. I mean, they have so many. We just wanted you to get a taste of what happened at this fundraiser that they had. They paddled from Bimini, Bahamas to West Palm Beach, about 82 miles, did, I think, the first six hours of it in the dark, and just about their journey and about this event, and that was about 179, 180 paddlers and everything that it entailed. So enjoy this little glimpse of the paddlers and what it took for them to make this event happen. Okay, so we're in Fort Lauderdale, actually West Palm Beach, but we got to the airport. You, an international flyer from Canada. Yes, we got to the airport. We found each other. We did find each other, but our flights were delayed. Yes, indeed Separately, in two different countries, delayed to get here to West Palm Beach for the crossings for cystic fibrosis. And then we get here. You find me. I found her. Then we had to find the train. <laughs> and who knew there were trains in Florida? <laughs> Laura didn't know. <laughs> yep, didn't know. I thought that was like a Chicago, New York thing. But in case you didn't know, they're in Florida. And then we go to our hotel. And what are we looking for? A beach. But there was only cement. We were at the wrong hotel. We were on Vista Boulevard. Not, and we asked, where's the beach? Oh, it's like a 20-minute drive. Um, Change that to 40 minutes when we finally got to the right hotel. We are currently standing on the beach, smelling in the salt water from the ocean. That we were looking for, and not the sulfur from the parking lot that we were standing on earlier. (laughs) So this was the start of our trip, but we are so happy to be looking into the clouds and hearing the bar across the street as we stand on the beach in our bare feet. And look forward to uh, supporting Piper's Angels and Travis and everybody in the CF community um, over the weekend at this amazing event. And I'm thanking the Bonnell Foundation for including me in this because it's going to be fabulous. It is. It's just like so there's nothing better than volunteering and helping out. We get so much help 
all the time and we give so much and it's wonderful to be a part of this community, which I know is a weird thing to say. Some people think it's weird, but we love our CF community. We are going to be meeting Travis and Ayana and the rest of the Piper's Angel team in person, finally, for the first time. And we're so excited about that and all the amazing paddlers that have been training for the past year to raise a whole crap load of money <laughs> for a right. fabulous cause that's going to help all our CF community that we love so much. So it's going to be an amazing, hot, sticky few days. <laughs> it is. And like Mark Cotterell's traveled here from the UK. He was on our podcast a year ago. I missed him when I went out to the UK, didn't get to connect with him. And now he's here in our, on our land, on our land. So in Florida. So we're going to meet him in person and give him a big hug and everybody else we run into. Yeah, and Laura and I are going to do whatever we can to meet and greet and connect with all this, um, all these people from the community that we haven't met yet. So it's going to be just wonderful, and it's a beautiful, beautiful location now that we found it. Right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Who knew you could get lost in Florida, in Fort Lauderdale, from Fort Lauderdale to West Palm Beach? But we, in fact, did. Um, so you're going to hear several segments of our trip and travels and volunteering here. This is just segment number one. So... Segment number two coming up next. All right, it's Saturday now. Saturday update. Laura and Beth, Beth and Laura, Canada, United States, Michigan. <laughs> yeah, we're here in the muggy, hot, beautiful West Palm Beach. 86, it's a little much, but we're, who's complaining? I guess I am. Yeah, we won't be complaining when we're in the minus 40 in uh, January, so we're going to enjoy this and take it back with us. Right. Now we're on a bridge. Um, the bridge is going down now. It went up for a ship to pass, and um, we're watching that. We're standing here, music down below us under this bridge, people fishing. We met guys this morning. We met um, some of the Piper's Angel safety people this morning. That was so cool. Uh, Laura, being in tune as she always is, spotted them. I thought she was just thinking maybe he was cute. But no, she was noticing that he's part of Piper's Angels, saw the hat, and um, we engaged in some really interesting conversation with them. Um, and we're going to be visiting them on the pier tonight at midnight when they start monitoring the crossing. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, and they come from Bimini, Bahamas tonight at midnight. Oh, the gates just went up. But they start crossing, and so we'll see how he's set up to watch all of them. Yeah, and that's just super cool because what a thing to organize and watch on the lookout for all 250 of those paddlers coming over in the dark. Yeah. But I can't wait to see it. It's going to be amazing. Keeping them safe, which is huge. We want to know that those paddlers are safe when they're raising all this money for our CF community and Piper's Angels. So um, we're going to be meeting them on the pier, I think, at midnight, Laura, yeah. maybe a little bit earlier as it starts and see how that um, transpires and what they're up to. So looking forward to that. Absolutely. And that bell is the all clear. We can cross over the bridge now. So we'll catch up soon. Bye. All right. It's Saturday evening. The rain and the thunder and the lightning. We are waiting for it to clear so we can go do our volunteering on the beach. We're sitting on a patio waiting for the thunder and the lightning to stop. It has to stop. It has to stop. I, I have to tell you, both of Laura's hair and my hair has grown exponentially. <laughs> 
<laughs> we have big hair right now, both of us. We're not looking our best, but that's okay. We're here to volunteer, and we're looking forward to our first job, which is, Laura? We might have been asked to help set up tents. Now, are we good at setting up tents, Beth? We are certainly not the two ladies to ask to put up tents, but you know what? We put our hands up. We're ready to volunteer. We're hoping that that, that job gets slid on to somebody else that can do it because it's not us. I mean, we don't paddle. No. Nope. We're not one of the 250 paddlers. What are we doing here? I'm just wondering. We're going to be putting up a tent right now. I mean, we have big day tomorrow. Tomorrow's race day. We are all but in tomorrow. We're, we're all in tonight. Now we're stop all in that. Tonight. We're all, you know, your birthday was yesterday. Who do you think you are, Beth? Like, now you're not, we're not putting up tents. Yeah, well, you know what? I would if I could, but I am happy to cheer on though like i will be cheering on the paddlers because i can't paddle i will be cheering on the teams that are putting up the tents and doing whatever else i can to support them and i have to say we have met so many awesome volunteers in our little hotel it's been great gosh we've met michelle we met a dad whose daughter is paddling we met somebody who's doing the media what's her name Oh, and we met Josh. Josh. Yeah. The safety people. Josh and Bob. Yeah. Yep. The safety guys that are going to be up on the pier a couple hours from we're now. Later. Yes, we'll we're going later. there later. Yeah. We'll probably be doing. That's a job. Like we may not be able to do like tents, but I got a feeling that Laura and I could probably pull off the safety for the paddlers. I think that we may be the team they need to to keep those paddlers safe. What do you think, Laura? I think binoculars. Give me some binoculars, a strong coffee. Yep, yeah, yeah. Yep, no lightning, no thunder. I'm good. And I mean, then I think we're set. And you know what? We will do the tents. If that is what they need, we Absolutely. will do They may regret it, I, I'm but we'll do the tents. We're, we'll be hoping there's no wind because that could be a problem. Um, we'll, we hope they have no um, preconceived ideas of what these tents should look like because they'll be originals for sure like they will be our tents that we made with our innovative minds so yeah i'm there to do the tents whatever they need we're there for them on a different note i wouldn't say serious because this is just the coolest like the vibe that is just building for this event and the camaraderie and the love for travis and his piper's angels and everybody that has a connection to cf is just building every hour that we're here and it's the most cool it's the coolest thing ever so that is what we are most excited about so to continue so the weather plays a huge part in everything as we know um thunder and lightning right now so change of plans here with piper's angels right beth that's right and i'm not gonna say that i'm not sorry that we're off the beach that was um, ha receiving lightning. I was a little nervous and the tents are going to go up probably tomorrow morning after some of this. So our very capable hands are being repurposed to help with some other jobs, which we're happy about. And I'm extra happy because I can't put up a tent. So, and I don't want to do it with lightning. So, right? Right. And you know what? All these volunteers and the people that are like the people in charge of safety, the people that are right now raking the beach like everyone is hardcore committed to this um in spite of the rain and the weather and they're just thinking of a way to pivot you just have to recalculate and figure out what goes next so we just love being an extremely small part of this yeah. but 
this group, everyone from Jen to Travis and Josh and Gary, who we just met, and Bob and the other safety persons whose name I sadly cannot remember, they're just incredible. And so committed to this event. Like, it's just amazing. They're all hands on deck. They're trying to just work with what we have so that this can be the best event they can possibly put on. And we're here to try and support in any way which we can which looks like maybe helping put some binders together into the wee hours this morning, which we're happy to do. Um, but it's incredible watching and everyone's positive and everyone just wants to see this happen because it's a great cause, as we all know. And uh, it's really cool to be part of it, isn't it? Yeah, and I would encourage anyone to either paddle, be a part of that next year or volunteer. They're just, they're kick-ass. They're just working so hard. And this event is just amazing um, as we are, for the first time, seeing it firsthand. So here's to Sunday. Yeah, great group of people here. Really excited, looking forward to tomorrow. And this is going to be great. Either which way, rain or shine, it's going to be great. Absolutely. Okay, we are happy to report it is midnight, just after midnight, and the paddlers have started. The weather is cooperating, and now Beth and I are stuffing folders for the live stream. So exciting, isn't it? So exciting. It's so exciting, and if I was more awake, I'd be even more excited, <laughs> but I am really excited, and this is very exciting, and I'm just kidding. We're happy to be helping here, and the paddlers are going, so it's super cool. It's super cool, so we're going to see them in just a few hours, and um, we got to get this done so we will be back shortly we have gone now from stuffing these what are these things Beth these are the oh it's for the it's for the live shot and now we have Bob Haugun who is part of the safety team and the first paddlers are going it's so exciting so what do you see now at this time well right now we've set up uh, the communications with the uh, the safety boats we validated that they're out there um, and uh, we've got the antennas, we call the Coast Guard, we told them what to expect, and uh, the first waves are going off, so we're tracking them, and then uh, the communication starts. It, it'll intensify as we uh, progress. The operation of all of this is unbelievably fascinating to me, and it's so impressive. All of you volunteers, you've left your full-time jobs, and you're just doing this, and it's, it's super cool, is it not? It is, it is very cool, but it's for a fantastic cause. There's a lot of uh, fundraising that's been occurring over the last year, and uh, it's for a worthy cause. So everyone's excited about it, and the crew is awesome. All of the people uh, that are connected with this are upbeat, and uh, we're making it happen. And before you take your two-hour nap, before you get back out on the dock, as you guys are rotating, what got you into this? Like, tell us your connection, your story, and how you came to support this CF community here in Florida. Well, uh, for me, uh, Josh had brought in Travis to a place that we all have coffee in the morning. And I got to meet him, and they told me about this event. And Josh heads up the safety team, Josh Ferris. And he was doing the full paddle. So <clears throat> I came over to watch him finish and cheer him on. And then two years later, Talena, his wife, was doing it. So I came over to cheer her on. And then it was last year that uh, Josh had asked me, hey, uh, would you like to be involved in the safety team? And I said, sure. And uh, so the crew has been 
somewhat consistent. We lost a couple because they had some conflicts, but we added a couple, and that's kind of how things work. And then this year, uh, he asked me if I could, uh, you know, get a transport boat. So I had a good dear friend of mine that said, hey, take my 30-foot pursuit, and we loaded up all the medics, and uh, we had us on the safety team, and we took them over to Bimini and just had a ball. And how is it when you're up there on the on the bridge, you know, watching them? Um, and have you ever had an incident or like what do you look for? Kind of what's your job? Well, you're tracking to see if there is, you know, anyone that's not feeling well. And I'll give you an example. Um, Dr. Ray just showed up and he heads up everything. He's part of the, you know, the safety team. And he said, yeah, you know, once you get into the hotter part of the day, you've got to sometimes pull, you know, the paddler off and he's got to get IVs, uh, he or she, you know, because there are as many women as men. So all different types of things are happening like that. So it's important to have the medics there and then it's important to have the safety boats and to transport these people, especially if it's something serious that where they got to get to a, a medical facility. And they have garments on, but are you using binoculars? Like what's kind of all the tools to kind of figure out how everybody's doing? Well, yeah, there's a couple different uh, pieces of software, and uh, we've been using Garmin, and now uh, I'm trying to remember the other software package. It'll come to me. Each paddler uh, wears a uh, device, and we can track those paddlers, and they stay very close to the boat uh, during the course of the night, uh, usually within, you know, three yards or so. That will increase as the light increases, so they may be out, you know, eight or ten yards at that point. Then each captain has a device on their boat, and then so we're tracking those boats, and then we track the medic boats that are really there just to service anyone that, that gets, you know, ill. And what's your real job aside from this volunteering i know like josh is a police officer right yeah yeah i'm the chief sales officer for uh kleiner device labs and uh we're a startup company that uh, sells products uh, for uh, fusion in the lumbar section of uh, uh the back awesome incredibly smart amazing people here like you it's so cool to to watch and we're cutting into your sleep time so we will let you go but thank you Oh, it's my pleasure. Enjoyed talking to you. Dr. Ray, it's the day of. It's really exciting. We're doing a play-by-play -play since the whole time we've been here. So tell us just a little bit about you and why you're involved with the Piper's Angels Crossing for Cystic Fibrosis. Well, I'm a uh, general and vascular surgeon. Um, I've been in practice in the West Palm Beach area now, approaching uh, 25, 26 years now. Can't believe I'm actually saying that. Um, but I was approached about uh, five years ago. Individuals who participated in the event recognized the need for a medical director and someone who can help guide them in the event of emergencies out there. Um, prior events have been uh, managed quite well. But they needed some some type of organization, something that would actually uh, not only lend validity to what they were doing and trying to support. And I welcomed the opportunity. I, I came to know many of the directors at that time, 
recognize certain deficiencies, things that I could contribute and add to the uh, event to promote safety, first and foremost, for the paddlers. Um, it was welcomed, and since that time I've been here now, uh, this is my fifth year. What solidified the relationship for me, I'm willing to tell you, uh, that year, first year, my son passed away. So sorry. And um, this was a new relationship with this organization, and they were all there to support me in the, in the death of my son. And since that moment on, I said, you guys have me forever. And I enjoy the camaraderie, the commitment that's here, um, the cause. And um, I'll continue to do this as long as I can. And that is such a beautiful story. And I know you found out this CF community is so tight knit and so amazing. What does this do to you emotionally on race day when everybody's coming in? How do you feel? Well, I've participated in other CF events. Um, there's uh, I used to live in North Carolina. Okay. And we would do the ride down to Myrtle Beach from uh, Rockingham, North Carolina. It was a two day event. And so I have been involved in other uh, events to raise money. But this was novel. This was unique. The, the concept of seeing 180 paddlers depart at midnight and cross the ocean um, to arrive in Florida, that's pretty remarkable. It is. And I think it's 250 this year, isn't it? I don't know the exact number, but um, I know it's at least 180 paddlers. Okay. Joshua, we're doing the interview, but I still, do you know whether 250 or how many paddlers this year? 179. 179. Awesome. You're on it. That is fantastic. So we've so, had, in the past, we've had 200 plus. We've realized that the event is, is pretty much maxed out at 200 due to the island of Bimini's size and capacity to, to facilitate what we need. So, and also awesome. to provide safety. What's your biggest concern when all these paddlers are coming from Bimini here to West Palm Beach? So the majority of the uh, problems are seasickness, associated dehydration, uh, carbon monoxide intoxication. From other boats? From the support boats, they're there traveling at the same rate as the paddlers. And depending on where the paddlers position themselves in relation to the exhaust fumes of the boat, that becomes a real issue. The actual other emergencies, which would be rare, but um, can possibly occur is uh, injuries with the boat or a prop strike. We've never had, thank God, any issues with uh, big fish, sharks, or anything of that nature. But those are the predominant, you know, injuries and, and things to watch out for. These pay, most of the uh, paddlers will come in, they're basically dehydrated. This is, this is a grueling, taxing event on their system. And if they're not prepared and maintain good hydration, you'll see them come on the shore cramped up and you'll see the effects of the heat exhaustion that, that occurs out there on the water. Thank you so much, Dr. Ray. I appreciate it. It's great to meet you and great to hear about everything you're doing. My pleasure as well. Thank you. Anytime I'm available. Thank you. So we'll make that call to either keep you guys here and take shelter or actually push you guys back to the dock. If we cancel the event and we pull everyone in, we'll probably just have you guys go go back. But um, that's going to be a really kind of 
intricate and tough call that we won't make until we absolutely have to. So I'll just, you know, we'll stay in contact on that. Once, feel free to just hang around. Um, I don't know if Ocean Rescue is going to need any help putting stuff out. Jen will know that better than me. And uh, until then, you know, I'll keep you guys. Keep your radio on 72. Yeah, 72? I'm sorry, 73. Okay. Our, our operating channel 73, event operating channel 72. And uh, we'll be in contact from there. Until then, I get, it's, it's kind of like... Did you get your whiteboards? I did. They're okay. working freaking awesome. Josh Ferris, so you are in charge of security, sitting out here on the pier. How is it going um, at this point of the paddling? At this point, it's going great. We've had a lot of really great weather this year, and uh, most of the participants are still in. We have a couple medical issues out there, very minor, and that's to be expected every year. Some seasickness, uh, every, some carbon monoxide poisoning here and there, hence why we have kind of a medical team out there. We've been able to service roughly seven different medical situations out there and, and remedy all but one, and that, that one was able to make it into shore safely, so we're happy about that. And so how does it look as far as safety, because that's what you're in charge of, and there's been a lot of storms and lightning overnight and all of that? Yeah, everything overnight that we were monitoring pretty much cleared out. They had one big cell that was passing through Bimini uh, right around 1130, and that, that happened to move off north. Um, north and northwest and clear out the event. It actually sucked out a lot of the weather from what was projected uh, for the event earlier. So it actually worked out really good. We've had some really good seas out there for the participants this year. And as of now, everything's been great. I'm hopeful that some projected weather this afternoon is going to push out as well. And, I mean, this is a massive operation. You have, I don't know what size screen that is, but you are set up electronically on the computers, and you've got your two-way. I mean, this is high-tech everything. Yeah, so obviously we get better and better every year. The event grows and grows every year. Um, we're currently at a situation where we can sit here on the pier and, from a bird's-eye view, see every single participant in the event, every paddler and every boat. We have communication with most of the boats in the event, uh, direct communication with eight of our safety boats that are equipped with paramedics and RNs, registered nurses, that respond to all these situations. So I can see and track in lifetime every participant in the event. So every year this it gets safer and safer. And you and um, Matt, is that? Mike. 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 Yeah. Mike. You and Mike are police officers, right? Correct. In your real jobs. Yeah. Um, and why did you get involved in this? Um, I'm personal friends with uh, Travis Suit, and, and Travis was one of the, uh, or Travis was the founder of this organization. And after his daughter's diagnosis with CF, him and a few of his buddies decided to paddle from Bimini to to Florida to raise awareness and um, he decided to start it again in 2017 and, and make it an event and make it what it is today and you know I was lucky enough to be there from from day one in 2017 and like I said I was fortunate enough to to be there with him when he had that vision and I've been helping him ever since so I was able to paddle in 2017 and 2018 I participated as a paddler and ever since I've uh, stepped back and I've been able to participate in my current role now and which right now is director of safety so uh, we, we do our best to make this event as safe as humanly possible and uh, i think we're doing a pretty good job i think you are and then mike got the two-way working now which is 
is incredible because you can talk for what 65 miles away or something last year we were able to talk to our furthest um participant 65 miles away as you can see unforeseen things pop up all the time we had some some issues with this radio um uh, and this antenna that we thought was going to give us three times more power than we've ever had and it didn't so we have to adapt and overcome uh, i've learned in this event you have to surround yourself with self-sufficient and, and capable people because these things happen and we have to deal with them especially out there on the water things happen uh, our medics and our captains that are out there for support have to make split decisions on the fly and i've made it very clear to them that they have the authority to do so they don't have to call and check with me these are professionals out there so uh, all i ask of them is to to keep me notified and keep me posted so i can plan forward after a decision is made so like I said, as you can see, we kind of adapt on the fly and we, we fix problems as they arise because problems are always going to arise. And uh, that's essentially kind of what we're here for is to fix those problems to make sure everything runs smooth. And you're sitting right on the pier here. You are going to see these paddlers coming off and onto the beach right at the finish line. I mean, do you get teary-eyed? Like, I can't imagine because this is our first time being here, but... It seems like you would get so emotional, even though I know you've got a lot to focus on security-wise still. but Yeah, it's extremely emotional. Um, I've shed a lot of tears over the years with this event in many different roles. So happiness, exhaustion, joy, you know, pain. So, yeah, and there's a lot of people around here right now that can say the same exact thing. So. That's very cool. And yeah. you have young twin daughters, You're and yeah. you and your wife, and you're still like committed to this 100 million percent yeah my wife actually paddled in the event um a few years back she started paddling with a relay team in 2018 and then she paddled by herself in 2019 and she was able to make it from bimini to lake worth by herself from beach to beach so she she's done a phenomenal job she knows the commitment it takes she knows my commitment and love for the event so she's supportive in every aspect so uh, i love her for that and for many other reasons so she's great well, thank you so much for sharing a little bit with us um, in the midst of all your organization. Yeah, no, thank you so much, and uh, we really appreciate you guys coming Why, out. And you you're always welcome in this event, as is everyone. So, thank you. Thanks, Randall. So it's great to meet you. You're 36 years old. You have cystic fibrosis. You're down here volunteering and. I don't know, you have some other great news, right? I am newly pregnant, thanks to probably Trikafta, 12 weeks today, and it's been great. And I owe it all to all these supporters who are here, not only for Travis and this event, but all events across the world that are raising funds and getting the research done to find a cure. It is incredible. And the, I feel like we're just all on speed here. Like everybody, the emotion and the commitment it's incredible energy is what i'm trying to say right oh the energy and at the level where we're at right now it's only 8 30 just wait until the first paddler comes in i mean i remember last year my first time interviewing the first i saw the people coming in and i started bawling i don't know them but like it's so emotional they're doing this not for only for me but to support this cause and it i'm getting the goosebumps right now it's amazing in the spirit of everyone here when they ring that bell it's incredible and Travis Suit told me that there are going to be, I think, seven CF paddlers. I know Mark Cotterell from the UK is paddling and six others. 
I've had so many friends ask me, like, are you paddling? I'm like, are you crazy? IFCF? I don't think I could do that. And then I'm like, wait, I've heard that there's a bunch of these incredible people that are out there doing this. And that's remarkable. And maybe that's because of Tricapta or the new drugs, but it's because of their willpower. And nothing puts us down, you know, this another stomp in the road and we're on top of it. So this is I can't wait for those people to come in and see their families and ring that bell, because that bell is just like one step closer to a cure. And what's your job today um, in this event? So today I'll be down on the beach um, with my pal Josh, and the two of us are going to be interviewing all the teams as they come in and asking them about their experience and the highs and lows of the whole 12 to 18 hours that they were out there on that water. Which is unbelievable. I personally, I wish I could say that I had the mental capacity to do it, but I do not. But so much respect and just awe for everyone who can do this. I paddleboarded once, I think for an hour, and I don't even think I could lift paper the next day. I mean, it's incredible and the work that goes into it. I know they train, it ends today and people start training tomorrow. I mean, there's no break and they love doing it and it's for the joy of this experience. You've done this for years then. I just, the organization, the the way it's put together is, I've never seen anything better, you know, better oil than this machine of organization. Jennifer is absolutely incredible and is organized to a T and the amount of sponsors and even the Lake Worth Beach that's here to support us in this cause. I mean, we're taking over the whole beach and everyone who doesn't even know what's happening is gonna be here watching this, but everyone is so organized, so detailed, and they want to be here. This isn't work for anyone. They're excited for this and they'll be setting up, they would have set up last year if they could have for today. And you know, you're 36 years old, you have been around long enough to know that there were not CF modulators before. I don't think Kaleidico was even around, uh, Simdico and Orcambi and now Tricafta. What do you feel for today and the future of people with SIA? I mean, I, for my 36th birthday, which was a couple of weeks ago, I said every year for my birthday, I only make two wishes. And one, it's for a cure for cystic fibrosis. And two, it's to one day be fortunate to be a mother. And everyone was like, well, we're so happy that you are now going to become a mother, but we know that there will be a cure in your lifetime. And it is because of all these modulators. I didn't, the only one I've been on is Trikafta and it has changed my life. I would cough all day, every day. I don't even know the last time I coughed. The levels of your lungs that are breathing out all this air have gone way higher and they're basically like normal lungs. I put quotes around that because hopefully they're normal lungs anyway, but they're like normal lungs. And so also very cool is we discovered we're from the same state of Michigan and you have moved to Chicago where one of my daughters lives. So bonding right away. Oh yeah, immediately. We're like looking back and we live two miles away from each other in Michigan. Chicago's great. I'd love to help your daughter. She needs some restaurant recommendations or anything, but it's so great to meet you and hear about your cause in Michigan and my foundation in Michigan and work together going forward. And that's solely because of Travis putting these connections together and building a bigger world around cystic fibrosis. And quickly tell us about the name of your foundation and your gala's November 4th, right? It's November 4th and my husband and I are putting on a black tie gala called Detroit's End of Fall Ball. And basically it's at the Mint 11 in Evergreen. And we have a bunch of local restaurants coming to prepare appetizers, like little booths for an hour and a half. And then there's the whole seated dinner, live performance, uh, video presentation and auction and then there's more stations of desserts and a late night special it's something that I actually replicated that my parents started in Chicago called the Grand Chefs Gala in Chicago 
And so I'm trying to do that here in Michigan. It won't be grand this first year, but whatever I'm it is, sure it'll it be great. And we're selling 300 tickets and I hope we'll sell out. All right, here we go. That's awesome. And then what do you, what do you plan to do with this? Like what's your mission? Our mission is just to keep working until everyone at the CF office doesn't have a job anymore. I'm sorry guys, but <laughs> until there's a cure found and you guys are out of work, we're gonna be here working for that. So is that research you're going to be doing then? Okay. Yeah, so all of our money will go directly towards research to fund new things like the modulators, like Trikafta and Semperica and everything that is changing everyone's lives with cystic fibrosis. Fantastic. Great to meet you. Great to meet you as well. Thank you so much. Beth, it was so great to just have that conversation with Randall. Oh my God, she's an amazing um, warrior, just like all the CF warriors that we know. Yeah, and it was a great interview. It was. It was a great interview. We're so happy for her that she is 12 weeks pregnant. It's wonderful. And then it was great to spend the time with uh, Matthew McConaughey for a little bit there on the pier, right? The security team. Yeah. Uh, Josh Ferris yep. is his name, a.k.a. Matthew McConaughey, because that's who he looks like. His and head he is, sounds like him. He sounds like me. He has all the same mannerisms. Um, Josh and is heading up the... Can be sweet as can be yeah and he's heading up the safety team there and uh so kind of cool to be hanging out with them and watching what they're doing as they keep the paddlers safe coming across from bimini so super cool super cool as is your canadian accent <laughs> love it so right now we are looking at the beach looking at the pier about two hours a little more maybe uh the paddlers will be coming in so we are having such anticipation we can't wait this is the just a fabulous absolutely fabulous experience yeah i gotta say like i am so impressed this event is epic it's been described as epic and it really is and when you see the amazing group of volunteers here um working so hard and diligently to put this event together and to make sure it's safe and the paddlers are safe um it's so inspiring and and waiting to see those paddlers come across is just going to be the the icing on the cake um, and all for our CF community. So, so happy to be here with the Bonail Foundation supporting this. It is fabulous and they've been working in the rain, in the thunder, in the lightning, and now it's 86 degrees and my face is melting off, but hey, it's okay. So we will update you soon. The winners are now coming in, and the first paddlers are running up the beach right now. Let's say hello to Tate, Kimberly, Steve, and Steven from Team High Life. Okay. Wow. Do the 
Yeah, let's check. We can see it on your chest. 130, 130, you broke 10 hours? 178. 178, yeah. 178. Where's the blade? Oh! Oh, she was. Uh, you guys got a bell to ring! 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 You guys Everybody. Did they ring the bell yet? Oh, 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 here comes the champagne. And the winner, Kimberly Barnes, she's the first woman in, the first person in with her team. Collected the benefit, the good work of Piper's Angels Foundation. So, tell me your name. I'm Kimberly Barnes. Kimberly Barnes, this is for our Barnell Foundation podcast. We're friends of Travis. Congratulations. Thank you so much. At night, it was pretty tough. It was uh, just, there's this offshore wind coming from the island with a weird swell. So, it was tough and then as the sun rose the it started uh calming down a little bit so it was a little bit better and we could pick up our speed during the day and how many years have you been doing this that story of how you, oh, of yeah. the night was incredible yeah so this is my fourth year and um on our team i have steve bernstein uh he is my partner that i've been doing this four times and then we had uh, Jake Portwood. This is his very first time doing a crossing. And we had Steve Miller, and it's his second time doing a crossing. So, so how was it compared to others? Was this the easiest, hardest? Well, um, somewhere in between. We had last year incredible conditions, flat calm, and then the 21 was hellacious. So this was somewhere in between both of them. It was a, it was tough at night for sure. And why do you do it? Why do you do the crossing for cystic fibrosis? Because of the community, because of the passion for. Um, Finding either cure, finding helping with um, bills and medicine and research and everything for cystic fibrosis. And my last question: Do you have a cystic fibrosis connection? Like, no, I actually paddle, and uh, I know Travis through paddling, and so because I love paddling, I wanted to be a part of this. And so you are connected, the whole CF yes. community. That is, yeah, so fantastic and amazing that you do this. And thank you from everyone Absolutely. in this CF community. I know. I Bravo. Love, um, you know, it brings awareness and um, it lets people that aren't sure what cystic fibrosis know a little bit more about it. So yeah. it's, it's great work, woman. Yeah. Thank, I you. Mean, <laughs> thank you. Thank you.
So we are ending this podcast on the future of cystic fibrosis with Nikki Viamontes, a friend to um, Beth Van Stone. And really, she, I'm going to let you tell the story, but this is a great way after we just saw the first winners come in and now weather may be holding up the rest, but... We wanted to end on you because your daughter, four years old, who has cystic fibrosis, is the future. Tell us of your story. So Haley was born in 2018. Um, she's four and a half years old now. And when I was pregnant, we didn't realize that we were CF carriers. So that was very scary and nerve-wracking when we found out. Um, but we found out when, when she was born, we had the testing done. and. Um, she had CF, unfortunately, but since then, um, she's been really doing okay. She's been like a rock star and, you know, we fight for her every day on making sure she gets what she needs and medications and doing all her therapies and vest treatments and all of that. But we got involved with the crossing a few years ago and I did it last year and it's really been an amazing just organization to be a part of like a lot of these people kind of like scooped us up and made us family you know it's been amazing to see the support and we never feel like we're alone you know I know especially with Beth like I remember <laughs> trying to call her probably a couple of years ago I remember talking to you on the phone because you know we were having a hard time with Haley on some of her digestive issues and just I felt very in like a dark place and Beth's talking to her on the phone. She just like pulled me out of it, gave me advice, and just said, "You got, you got this." You know. Sorry, I'm getting emotional now, but you know, it's been it's been a a ride. Um, some good stuff, some not so good stuff, but overall, she's doing great. So <clears throat> I can't I can't complain too much. And she started Trikafta recently, so that's been unbelievable we've already seen changes in her you know she is breathing better she had a lot of like mucus and stuff that was stuck in her that came out and um she is eating more this this is the most i've ever seen her eat in her life and she's always struggled with weight it's been a battle since she was born i know everybody's different with cf and some cfers eat really well but Haley has not been one of those people she has always been just a person that i've had to put every bite of food in her mouth since she was born you know whether it was bottles when she was a baby or food now it's been just a struggle with getting her to eat she's always complaining of stomach problems and all this stuff and this this week alone i think i've heard her say her stomach hurts one time and that's usually like multiple times a day every time she eats she gets a stomach ache so it's just it's unbelievable and she's eating on her own i don't have to feed her she's it's like freed up a bunch of my time which is crazy um but we have more time to do other things you know we're not just stuck trying to get a certain amount of fat in her to take her medication and you know she eats we're done with it and we can go play now you know and do other stuff and it's just amazing to see and i just can't wait to see you know how the changes she makes over the next month and six months it's very exciting that is, and Beth, how great is it to see Nikki in person for the first time? I have to tell you, I'm so excited to finally meet you and, and Haley and Ryan. A mutual friend introduced um, me to this family when Haley was initially diagnosed, and he, he was like, I don't know if, you know, they're diagnosed. You've been there, you're doing it, you're living it. And I'm like, absolutely, let's talk, right? And 
And I have seen them come from where I know most of the parents, Laura will know, and me, from being like just in a devastated, dark, hopeless place um, at diagnosis to being a strong advocate family who's who's living their best life, who's putting back to the community, who's empowering themselves and the others around her. And Haley has such a wonderful um, group, of, a couple of parents to look to, to be inspired and continue to be the little warrior that she is. She's absolutely adorable and even cuter in person than when I see her on, on her videos and that. But um, I'm thrilled to finally meet you guys. I'm so proud. I, it's almost like a parental thing. Like, I'm just so proud of seeing how far you guys have come and and you know I, I said to Laura before it's like this disease if you get involved and you do whatever you can it doesn't have to be big it can be small but empower yourselves and and it, it makes you feel so much better and not so hopeless in in something that can make you feel hopeless so however you volunteer and with us coming down here to help in another event okay. like crossing borders to come and help and we're supporting the whole community and it, it just really makes the journey a lot easier and and you feel you could make it a difference and you guys certainly are I'm so proud of you Thank all you. of you it's like therapy that's what one thing Beth and I always talk about we always feel better when we meet other families young or old with cystic fibrosis and we're here with this amazing community you know that Travis has created with Piper's Angels, it's just incredible. So for sure. thanks for being the future. Thanks for sharing your story. There's so much hope. Uh, and I do want to say also, we know that there's the 10% that don't aren't able to take Tricaptor. We're, we aren't going to stop until it's done. And we are thinking about all of them as well. Absolutely. But um, this was a great event for our first time and just so glad to meet you. So thank you. Thank you, guys. And I'm so happy you're here, too, to finally meet you both. Uh, you know, awesome. thanks, Nikki. The future. Cheers. It is. Cheers. What a great event this was. Piper's Angels, the crossing for cystic fibrosis. This was fantastic. And we are uh, calling it a wrap. The original music in this podcast is performed by Kevin Allen. It's not complicated. Who happens to have cystic fibrosis. We all got our worries and fears. I know what got you frustrated. But loving you is so alright. This has been the Living with Cystic Fibrosis podcast, sponsored by Beatrice and Genentech. For more information and to learn more about the Bonnell Foundation, visit our website at thebonnellfoundation.org. That's the B-O-N-N-E-L-L foundation.org. It was produced by Jag and Detroit Podcasts. Follow our show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now.